Have you ever been homeless? Nowhere to go? Not a soul to call for help? Well, I have. But you better believe I didn't let that stop anything. Don't get me wrong, I was in a very dark place. I was very depressed and on the brink of suicide during this time. Many days I wanted to either drive my car or jump off the bridge that I parked and slept at every night. Yes, thank God I had a car. It quickly became my home, however. So let me tell you how I ended up homeless and how I managed to get back on my feet. I was a young preacher, up and coming. I was on fire for God and wanted to be used by him to help people. Notice, I didn't say preach to people, but actually help them. Come to find out that wasn't what church and ministry was all about, or at least this church and this ministry. Help people? More like hurt, judge, manipulate, excommunicate, gossip, title change, position seek, and financially rape. I'm only talking about my church experience. So I don't need a lot of people defending their churches and pastors. This is just my story. So I was invited to this church one day to come hear a prophetess minister. You know, most of my church experience was in the Baptist church growing up and the AME church prior to going to hear this woman speak. So I had not encountered the prophetic move or even a real prophet before then. So as she's calling people to the front of the church and speaking to them about their lives, I was I was a bit skeptical. I figured I'm like, she probably knows these people. Then she called me. Young lady white right there over there in the white dress. I looked around over my left shoulder, over my right. Yeah, you right there looking around. I thought she couldn't be referring to me. She doesn't know me which made it even more fascinating when she began to speak. No one at the time knew that I was not only engaged to be married to, but also living with a man and his two children. Furthermore, no one knew at the time that I was pregnant with his child that I later miscarried. So the prophetess laid her hand on my belly and she kept saying, oh, oh, oh. She proceeded to say, that man you're living with is not your husband. I was amazed, but at the same time, I was like, girl, this ain't everybody's business. She went on to say some more very accurate things concerning my life. So being fascinated with her gift, I began to follow her ministry like a little groupie. Needless to say, while I was at one conference with her, I felt compelled to leave Detroit and move to Port Huron where she was a member of this particular church. I really wanted to be mentored by her, I thought. The crazy thing is that once I returned home from this conference, my fiance at the time had written me a letter stating that he felt like he was holding me back from what God had for me. So at that moment, the engagement was off and I was on my way to moving to Port Huron and becoming an official member of her travel team. Little did I know that my life was about to drastically change.
I was chasing ministry, chasing God, but something else was chasing me. Once the pastors of this church found out the details of my coming and the fact that I had called off my wedding and gave up everything for ministry, here came another prophecy. You are going to wear that dress for somebody else. Not long after that came another prophecy. God said, that's your husband, referring to the pastor's brother, and you are his wife. So by now, I'm believing in this prophetic shit, but not considering the fact that false prophets do exist. Well, in the meantime, I'm traveling with the prophetess, who I later found out was gay, along with everyone else on her team, and ministering at the church. Eventually, I quit my job in Detroit that I was commuting to and took a lower-paying job at the church. Consequently, I could no longer afford my apartment and ended up moving in with my pastors. So here I was on this quest for God, for ministry, but something more devious was going on. I was being groomed for something so contradicting than what I went there for. The pastors assigned a minister to look out for me and make sure I didn't get caught up in the wrong crowd. Yeah, I said that, caught up with the wrong crowd in the church. So she was to make sure I was all right. She kept everyone away from me and to herself. I would always wonder why no one really dealt with me. Like, why didn't anybody ever really invite me to go out to dinner or do things that they were doing after church? Um, So needless to say, she and I became very close, like sisters or so I thought. Then one day, she reached over and to kiss me and I jumped up and with my deep and spiritual self I said the devil is a lie but when she explained to me how much she loved me I was conflicted I was alone out there I mean I left everything I knew I was depleted of love didn't have it growing up walked away from what I thought was love And to be very honest, I was in desperate need of love at that time. So it it could have come from a frog, and it would have made me no difference. So here, this woman was loving me. But in my mind, it was so wrong because of what I had been taught in church all my life. Here I was on a quest for God and ministry, and I was on my way straight to hell at the same time. But I guess I needed love more than I needed God because despite what I knew I gave in, I accepted love. Problem was, however, I was still engaged to the pastor's brother and still ministering at the church and elsewhere. So one day as I was driving home from a ministry event, I called my pastors and my fiance and set up times to meet with them that evening. I had to come clean because it was eating me up inside. So I talked to my pastors first, then I talked to him. I couldn't tell them anything but the truth. I was in a relationship with another female minister and I had to call off the wedding and stop ministering. I went to the prophetess before going to my pastors and she told me that whatever I do, don't tell them. My dumb ass didn't listen. 
I guess I thought they would minister to me, pray with me, maybe even chastise me. But I never thought they would kick me out of the church, fire me from my job, and put me out of their house. Where was I going to go? Thank God I had my car and a little bit of savings. So I tried to sleep at Belle Isle in my car, but I kept hearing shit. So I I couldn't sleep. I didn't feel safe. So every night I would drive to Port Huron and sleep at the Blue Water Bridge in my car. Those were some very, very dark, long nights. I contemplated jumping. I contemplated driving my car through the barrier into the river. I just, I could not understand how I had gotten there when all I was looking for was God. But, so every morning I would go in the public bathroom of a nearby hotel and get ready for my day, which consisted of driving to Detroit every day and looking for a job. I stayed with my brother for a brief period and I stayed with one of my aunts for another brief period. But I still eventually found myself homeless at the end of the day. After several months, I was able to secure employment and eventually an empty apartment that I later furnished. But I tell you, it was better than sleeping in my car. So the moral of the story is everybody ain't saved. Every preacher ain't called. Every prophet ain't true. Love is love. Chase God and not people. And just because you're homeless or down today doesn't mean you can't be on top tomorrow. Don't give up. God's got a plan. Do your part and let him do his.